I'm Mikey G, and it's Saturday, September 23rd. Elon Musk reveals that Tesla has a performance Cybertruck, indicating that it could be one of the first versions of the truck coming out. We have recently seen evidence that there is at least some of the Cybertruck release candidates that are dual-motor powertrain, which is leading people to believe that it might be the first one. But now Elon Musk is adding to the information, saying on Twitter that he recently drove a performance Cybertruck and that it was quite impressive. Now, we're not entirely sure what will be this performance version. However, Tesla has previously announced a tri-motor version with 500 miles of range or more, 0 to 60 mile per hour acceleration in 2.9 seconds, and a top speed of 130 miles an hour. Now, while this could certainly be described as performance, there is also a quad-motor version that is rumored to be going around. I guess we'll find out at the delivery event, which we anticipate will be in the next couple weeks. Tesla has revealed employment numbers at Gigafactory Texas that are so incredibly high they make it one of the biggest employers in Central Texas. The director of manufacturing at Giga Texas revealed that Tesla has over 12,000 employees at the plant as of the end of last year. However, now they have already ramped up to over 20,000 employees in the Austin area. The wildest claim is that Tesla expects to ramp up to 60,000 employees by the time they have fully ramped up Cybertruck production. The automaker will have to greatly increase local infrastructure to support that kind of growth and headcount. As we previously reported, Tesla on supplier information has plans to produce 375,000 Cybertrucks per year at the site. A rather embarrassing case of gridlock happened with Cruise Autonomous Vehicles. Their robo-taxis recently contributed to some congestion in the streets of Austin. There was a video shot on the scene that shows the traffic in a narrow street dominated by about 15 or so of these cruise vehicles. What had happened was that there was a reroute of a detour that wound up going into a high traffic area for both vehicles and pedestrians. Now, unfortunately, more and more cruise robotaxis flooded the narrow street to meet the peak demand, only to be joining into the jam. Now, Cruise states that at the time they were limiting routes going north and south through the city, and the detour was widely responsible for this issue. As soon as the company became aware of it, they immediately stepped in and resolved it, leading all the EVs to exit the area and to do so autonomously. Kia's all-electric Nero EV enters its second model year following the second-generation refresh, and the automaker has shared what's new, along with the price tags. But we can cut to the chase because really there's hardly anything that is new other than the price. The wind version starts at $39,000 and the wave version starts at $44,600. has 253 miles of EPA range on a single charge with 201 horsepower and 188 pound-feet of torque. So there we go. Lucid Motors just gained its operating license to begin EV production in one of Saudi Arabia's special economic zones. They made one just back in April designed to take advantage of growth in key sectors like electric vehicles, manufacturing, cloud computing, medical tech, and more. King Abdullah Economic City, where Lucid obtained its permit to begin construction, is located on the Red Sea. With 13% of global trade passing through the Red Sea, it offers a solid location for establishing a new global supply chain network. The permit approval comes as Saudi Arabia looks to diversify its economy with peak oil approaching. Part of the kingdom's Saudi Vision 2030, as they call it, includes raising the share of non-oil GDP from 16% to 
by the end of the decade. China's largest automaker, BYD, launched its Dolphin electric car in Mexico, expanding the brand into North America. With the 500,000th Dolphin rolling off the assembly line, this affordable EV looks to be a global powerhouse. The Dolphin EV will start at the equivalent of $31,500 and has a stated range of up to 251 miles. The EV is powered by a 70-kilowatt electric motor and a 44.9-kilowatt-hour BYD battery, which offers what they're calling class-leading efficiency. Now, despite the European Union announcing a probe into Chinese electric vehicles, BYD is expanding into other markets like Japan, South America, Australia, India, and more. It's currently the top-selling EV maker in Thailand, Brazil, Colombia, and Israel. BYD will be a brand to watch as electric vehicle sales are expected to climb. Over the last month or so, you might have seen many videos about thousands of abandoned electric vehicles in China. EV naysayers have used these stories to argue that electric vehicles will fail. However, it very well could speak more to the business practices in China than it does for electric vehicles as a whole. Now, it's true that there are thousands of electric vehicles abandoned in fields in cities around China, possibly tens of thousands. However, almost all of them are electric vehicles that were part of car or ride-sharing services that have failed in the country. Over the last few years, several car-sharing companies have folded after deploying thousands of low-range EVs in the cities, leaving those cars in limbo. Some have suggested that those abandoned vehicles are examples of companies trying to take advantage of Chinese government subsidies for EVs. Now, most of those vehicles have a range of less than 100 miles, some of them less than 50 miles. Car-sharing companies thought that they could flood cities with these vehicles, but such was not the case. Their low cost didn't compensate for the poor performance and experience, especially when using public transport would generally get you where you want to go faster, and especially a bicycle. Now, at Electric, we don't see much of an alarm bell from the abandoned vehicles in the People's Republic of China. Also consider that the country is already home to many bicycle graveyards, and the bike industry is bigger than ever. In today's community comment, I'll take a minute to thank those who wished me well during the sick absence in the past week. Now, if this is news to you, then you are likely in the majority, folks who did not see the community post that I put on YouTube this past Tuesday. Now, it's actually the only outlet that I have to inform the viewership of an unplanned absence, of which there are few, and I think that not many of you saw it because the like counter and engagement for that post was abysmal, which is to be expected for something that's not a video posted on a video platform. Now, if you're wondering what happened to me, you can always check there, but otherwise, thanks for watching Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great day.